Hey, I'm Matt Simpkins, pastor of Christ South, and this is our podcast. Thanks for listening. I hope this builds you up. I hope this helps you in your faith. I hope this helps you to see God at work. We'll see you at the end of the podcast. For those of you that may not know everybody around the circle, maybe we'll just go really fast and say uh, just a little greeting. Would you start us out, Pastor Scott? Hey, Pastor Scott, primarily over at uh, Providence, but uh, certainly make my way around all the campuses. Hi, I'm Pastor Tenney. I'm primarily at Christ Concord. I'm uh, Pastor Melody. I am Family Ministries. All right, we should be live on all of the uh, all of the campuses. It looks like we've got a pretty good group tuning in. Um, we'll give just one more second for folks to join in. Um, we're going to sing a song. We're going to sing O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. We're going to do a few verses of it. And so if you want to take a second <clears throat> and go ahead and Google those on your phone so you can sing along with us at home, um, that's a really great way to participate. And again, if you have prayer requests and you want to send those in, we'd love to be able to pray uh, over your prayer requests live. We'll give you about 10 more seconds to get going, and then, uh, and then, we'll, begin, uh, then we'll begin worship. And if you would, right before we begin, just uh, begin us in the name of the Father and Son, and that would be wonderful. That would be our nice. cue that we know we're ready to go live. Welcome. Welcome to uh, Christ Online here in Facebook Live. We gather in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And all God's people say, Amen. Rejoice, rejoice, 
during this Advent season, let us pray for those in need. Lord, the weather is awful right now. We pray for safe travels for all that need to be on the roads, those people without homes, and those that homes aren't warming them and keeping them safe. Lord, we pray during this time for your church. Let us see glimpses of the kingdom of heaven. May your kingdom break through so we can see you more clearly during this season of Jesus coming to us. And Lord, we pray for the world. We live in a world that's hurting, that's full of wars and devastation. Lord, be with those that see war on a daily basis and bring your peace. Bring your peace that passes all understanding. And Lord, we pray for those that are hurting and need of healing at this time. We especially lift up to you, Wayne, Mark, Alan, and Whitney. We pray for Michelle, Peggy, Justina. Lord, we ask for your special measure of blessing for Shannon, Sarah Ann, Kristen's father, Nancy, Celeste, Paul's mother, Linda, Eric's mother, Lois, Gretchen's cousin, Michael. Lord, we pray for those that are in hospice care, especially Sue, Jane, and Jackie. Lord, bring your peace to John and Mark. Lord, we pray for those families that are grieving, especially the Scott family and Bryant family. Lord, we pray for those that are caring for others, especially Billy and Penny. And Lord, you bring hope, the hope that can only come for you. And we ask this for Chad and Amber. We lift up all these prayers and the prayers of our hearts in the Savior's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you would just take a second, church, as you're tuning in to this, to uh, hit the share button. If it's blessing you to be a part of this gathering this morning, this is one of the easiest ways that you can share the life of the faith and the church. And there are folks this morning that maybe don't have a church home. What a great time for us to just take a second and share the peace of Christ with the whole world that's attached to us via the internet by sharing this with, uh, just hit the share button on your page and all your friends and family will be able to be blessed by this as well. We take just a second and share the peace around your house, around this room, uh, as we uh, as we share the peace of Christ with one another. Peace Amen. be with you. Peace right. be with you. God's peace. God's peace be with you. Peace be with you. God's peace. All right. Peace God's peace with you. Peace crew. Peace. Well done. All right. 
So we're going to spend a few moments here getting into a little bit of a um, Bible study slash conversation slash sermon. We're going to kind of put it all together and invite you to kind of think about the questions as well. When, when I think about the Bible, um, it's really hard to kind of put it down as a one kind of consistent block. That is, there's so many different genres within the Bible. There is certainly those um, historical books that talk about which kings served at what time. They're um, historical, even with the birth narrative, when it says, and when Quirinius was governor of Syria. So we've got all this historical side. And then we have the theological information. You know, it's talking about um, for God so loved the world, or if this God is for us, who can be against us, or we are justified by faith apart from works of the law. So there's some really some strong theological content. But then there's another area, genre, that when it speaks, when it writes, when, it, when we hear it, it creates mental pictures within our minds. Mm. So I'm thinking about God taking this lump of red clay and molding it just right, poking in two holes, breathing mm. into it. And I've got this mental picture of what that might look like. Or when Jesus says a man goes from Jerusalem down to Jericho is jumped by thieves and he's beaten and left dead, I can kind of picture that in my mind. Are there, are there other uh, verses, other stories that really kind of create mental pictures in your mind? What, mm. what can you think about? What are some examples of that? Go ahead. I, Go think, ahead. Of the, I think of the birth and hearing the story, the Christmas story, all my life, I think of the, the shepherds gathered, you know, and we blend the stories and the wise men show up. And I this mental image of what that scene looked like yeah. based on what I grew up with, you yeah. know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was thinking of uh, Jesus calming the storm. Uh, yeah. You get that mental Im image of Jesus and his disciples on a boat, the winds blowing, and then all of a sudden Jesus yeah. says, peace. Good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for me, it's the upper room, you know, just to think about that moment right before everything changes for all creation, you know, where they're sitting there with the Lord of all and, and he's doing this incredible thing and giving us the blessing of, of Holy Communion. And at the same time, it's a great sort of it's metaphor, right? I can picture. see the bread coming apart, you know, yeah. I can see the wine yeah. in the chalice. Yeah, I think these stories, mm -hmm. these stories go throughout scripture. Mm -hmm. And and one that we have today from Isaiah 11 is much like that. It um, it creates this mental picture. Isaiah begins by saying, "There shall come a day, mm. in which a shoot, a single shoot, shall come forth from the stump of Jesse." Mm. And and we all have those in our backyards, don't we? we have these stumps of a tree that we <laughs> cut down long ago. Mm. It is brown. And um, it's been dead for years. Maybe some mushrooms dead, on it. Dead, 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 dead. It's not coming back. And then sure enough, in the spring, there's this single shoot that comes up. And we thought, wow, mm -hmm. where did that come from? Now, we have to understand who Jesse is, the stump of Jesse. And that's King David's father. So at time, at this time, Isaiah is in great despair. Israel is broken apart. The lineage of King David is corrupt. 
And he's saying, oh, just wait. In this darkest time in which it was dead, 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 mm -hmm. there will come a day in which this single shoot will come forth from that broken stump. Mm. And we get this mental picture. And what's more, Isaiah goes even further on what that day is going to look like. On that day, the, the wolf will lie down with the lamb. What? The leopard will eat alongside the goat. <laughs> the lion and the lamb will, will be next to each other, and a child mm. will play over a cobra's den unharmed. I mean, it's crazy in our minds, but we can at least picture it, can't we? Yeah. We can picture about what that might look like. Mm -hmm. And we can't really wrap our mind around it. Because it doesn't happen, right? Mm. The wolf doesn't lie down with the lamb, and the and children don't play with cobras uh, unharmed. Right, it's crazy talk. It's crazy talk. So that's why some of our Jewish neighbors will say that that's the reason that Jesus is not the Messiah, because he did not usher in the messianic age. Mm. The lion and the lamb don't live next to each other, and the Children don't play with snakes. Um, there, there's a great story that, um, remember Ringling's brother and Bailey, however that long name goes, all right? They were well known. They were well known for the circus acts, for the high wire, for clowns, everything else. But they were also well known to be able to train animals. I mean, they were world experts mm. on making animals do that nobody else could do. And Ringling had this great idea. He was going to have the greatest show on earth mm. would have uh, one display <clears throat> with a lion and a lamb together because they have such control mm -hmm. over these animals. They had the lion and the lamb in the same display and, and people would walk by and ooh and ah until finally a friend of Ringling asked him, that's great. How long do you suppose you're going to run that exhibit? And Ringling said, as long as my supply of lambs holds out. <laughs> there we go. You see, it's an illusion. Yeah. It's an illusion. Lions don't lie down with lambs and children don't play with cobras. It's an illusion. So, so we have to take a, take a moment and, and go beyond the literal words mm -hmm. to really understand the true meaning. So remember last week, we talked about from Isaiah 25 that heaven will be like a huge banquet. Mm. Huge banquet table, the best food, the best wine. Now, is heaven going to be a great big buffet table all you can eat? No. Shoot. Oh, Shoot. oh I know. Man, I, was kind of, I thought that was the deal. <laughs> out of here. Yeah, no calories. No calories. No fat. Just. Now, if it's not literal, <laughs> what, is what does that point to? So what is that? That's a real question. If it's not a banquet table, mm. what's the meaning behind it? Peace. Peace. Because now we can sit down and not fight or not be at war. Peace. So what else? Yeah. Great enjoyment. Oh. I think as much as we love to eat, you know, everybody loves to eat. It's pointing to something that's just incredible. Yeah. Beyond what we can fathom. What we can comprehend the fullness of community that's, that's what i think of the fullness of community where all of the things the broken relationships in our lives and i know there are folks that are on with us today that have those broken relationships is to see them 
come full circle where there is ultimately peace and those relationships are restored. Yeah. Yeah. Because the banquet is for everybody. It's not like a private dinner. Right. It is everybody together. So it's peace. It's fulfillment. It's enjoyment. It's celebration. It's community. All right, good. Let's use the same thought and go to when Isaiah says, the wolf and the lamb, the leopard and the goat, the lion and the lamb, the child and the cobra. They're not talking about a great big petting zoo with ferocious animals. Right. Yeah. What's this pointing to? What's the meaning behind it? Finally, can't we all get along comes to fruition. All right. It is that. In that, uh, two, two bodies, two people, two entities that normally cannot get along are now living in harmony. Anything else that this is pointing towards? Peace again. Peace again. And what, back to what Pastor Matt said, that ultimate um, relationship, um, yeah. coming back together with broken relationships. Yeah. Reconciliation yeah. of the brokenness. That's exactly it. And we don't have that now, but periodically we get glimpses. Yeah. We get glimpses. Glimpses that the change is about. Glimpses that Jesus has ushered in the messianic age. Now, let me give you an example. One of the most horrific, devastating events that can happen to a family is infidelity within the marriage. Hmm. It, um, it, it, it breaks down the, the trust, the ripple effects are enormous. It starts with the epicenter of the spouses, but it doesn't stop there. It goes to the children, but it doesn't stop there. It goes to the extended family, but it doesn't stop there. It goes to all the family and all the things. I mean, just the ripple effects yeah. of infidelity is, is horrific. Um, so that if the, if the hurt spouse wants to get out, wants to get a divorce, wants to call it quits, None of us would hold it against him or her, right? Mm. We, would, we would understand that kind of brokenness. In fact, the Bible even justifies divorce in this, in this case. That's why Hosea, a prophet in the Old Testament, uses, uses infidelity as an example because he understands how devastating it is. So the story is this. It's a wonderful story. Hosea is a prominent senior pastor of a large Protestant yeah. congregation in a mega church town. All right? Pastor Hosea. And pastor Hosea. Mm. And um, he's got a booming ministry. Um, he's single. Oh. And on one of his mission trips, he meets a lovely lady. And she has a history. She is a prostitute harlot um, and you can add whatever derogatory label that you would want on her and it would stick but he falls in love with her and brings her back cleans her up brings her into his home they have three children and would like to say and they lived happily ever after but that's not the case mm. because the wild never goes out of her there are some nights she doesn't come home at all Periodically, she just runs away. Mm. And if Hosea would have said, that's done. I'm 
over. None of us would hold it against him. We would say, you know, good for you for trying. Mm -hmm. She isn't worth it. Get on with life. But Hosea goes after her again and again and again. Finds her. Brings her home. Forgives her. Restores her. Now, Hosea is not giving marriage advice. This is not a book about marriage. It's a metaphor about us. And it's not flattering. Because we're not Hosea, you know, the, the as, righteous person. As much as we might like as, to think As we much are. as we like to think. <laughs> we're the unfaithful spouse who has left several times. And yet God continues to come back. To, to seek us out, to find us, to restore us, to forgive us. And we shake our heads at such forgiveness. It is inconceivable. And yet, and yet God welcomes us out. So every time there's a broken marriage, and every time that, that broken spouse mm. forgives, restores, renews, rebuilds it is a glimpse it is a glimpse of the kingdom of god yes. breaking in it's a it's a glimpse of the change it's a glimpse of the messianic mm. age and and we are called to live now as if the promises were true yes because this is a glimpse of the lion and the lamb who don't get along yeah, it's gonna happen they're able to live together yes now it is, um, it is a tough thing for us. It is a tough thing for us to imagine how that, how that might work. It's a tough way for us to get our minds around that. So we need, to, we need to see this in a whole different light about what it's like when the kingdom of God breaks into our lives. Yeah. There's, a, there's a theological term that we learned at seminary. I'm going to test you here. This will be on the final exam. <laughs> Here we go. Nice. I deserve to. The kids. Yeah. 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 All right. It's a, it's a term that you're, you're going to know. You're going to know. But I'll, I'll uh, to describe to describe this gap between the reality, the lion and the lamb don't hang out together, and the vision hmm. to be together as one. There is that theological term, phrase, to describe this gap that we learned. Remember it? The first word is already and. Wait, can we confirm? Uh, can we confirm? <laughs> you better phone a friend. Yeah, yeah. Melody would yeah, know. Yeah, Come yeah. on. Google. <laughs> hey, Google. Yeah. What's the, what do you think? Yeah, no oh, idea. Well, somebody, somebody All right, I'll tell in. you. <laughs> I'll tell you. They, they beat us to it. Oh, shoot. Already got it. Does he got it? Yeah. Already? And not yet. And not yet. And not yet. We were close. Already and not yet. The, we already have the kingdom of God. We already <clears throat> experiencing glimpses. We already have this messianic age. Yes. But, and, and, not yet. Not in the fullness. Not in the fullness and completeness. So, I want you to think about at home when you're with other people or by yourself or right here, what are some examples of this breaking in, these glimpses mm of already and not yet. Let me give you two while you're thinking about them. 
And and you can type them in, and we can see them live oh, here. We've that'd got be great. The, we've got it kind of the feed coming up. So if you want to type these in, go ahead and uh, and do so. Great. Yeah. So this past week, two of them. It was the hundredth birthday of um, Mandela, Nelson, Nelson Mandela. And there's a big celebration in South Africa and probably around the world. Mm. And it was a celebration that um, with him getting out of prison after, what, 20-some years, mm -hmm. they were able to outlaw apartheid, legalized racism. Mm. They were able to outlaw, outlaw um, apartheid. Already, it's gone. Apartheid is illegal already, but, but not yeah. yet. None of us believe that racism is completely gone, mm. even though it's off the books. But we live in this in-between time. We live as if the promise were true. Another example, with the um, funeral of President Bush. He spoke about the thousand points of light. And, and he said that all of us find meaning when we serve something of a higher purpose, higher order, yeah. higher importance than just us. And throughout his presidency, they would periodically lift up individuals as part of that thousand points of light. And we can see it. Already it's a glimpse. It's happening. People are giving selflessly already and not yet mm. because the fullness of getting rid of self, the fullness of, of, of serving the other is not here yet. Yeah. And we live as if the promise were true. Yes. So have you thought about any other examples in real life where this may come I was at a, a gathering last night and somebody uh, was sharing at this party how they tutor at a school. And this is a very difficult school. The, the community is, uh, there's a lot of poverty in the community and a lot of challenges that these kids have to deal with. And they tutor a student in reading and the student is just delightful, just excited about life and always upbeat despite all the challenges. Yeah. And the person that's tutoring them said, how is it that you're always so upbeat and you're always so excited? And he said, because I'm a child of God. Mm. Come on. It's a glimpse, it's already there. Already. But yet, not everything, because there still are a lot of challenges in, yeah. in the community that he lives in and in his home. It's a glimpse. A glimpse. Uh, French uh, on the on the feed said um, already being already in the presence of God, um, but yet not completely and fully in His presence. That those moments of maybe I'm just thinking and, and knowing knowing French of driving around in the car, you know, and and listening to you know your your favorite song that's just hitting and you're feeling God's word around you, um, but yet knowing that that's just that's just a glimpse. That's just a little bit of the fullness yeah. of being in the full presence of God. Yeah. yeah. This happens, I think, every day. If, if you have eyes of faith, that is, that is um, those who are feeling the darkness of, of despair, and yet they, they can see that glimmer of light already. It is there. Those who are feeling lonely, especially during this time of the year when it seems everybody is getting together except mm. them, and yet they, they hear the whisper in their heart, I am with you always. Yeah. It, already 
or somebody racked with guilt that feels that if God really knew me, he, he wouldn't love me, and yet they hear the words spoken to them. Your sins are forgiven for Jesus' sake already, already. But we don't walk fully in the marvelous light yet. But, but we're still shackled to the bondage of sin still. And yet we're not fully surrounded by the communion of saints yet. But there will come a day. And, and that's that promise. And, and it is in this living in this gap time between already and not yet. Mm that God opens our eyes to see the glimpses that are going on around us every day and, yeah. and casts our vision forward to see that time in which it will be there at its completeness so that upon our lips with great anticipation, we can say during this Advent season, stir up your power, O yeah. Lord, and come. Yeah. Thanks be to God. Thanks be Amen. to God. Uh, it's really cool to see the uh, the comments coming in and uh, parts of, as you're participating in the sermon. This is a really cool thing we can't always do live. We can't have people in conversation quite as easily as we it's can this way. It's great to be with all of you. Yeah, uh, we never um, get to do this on Sunday morning. It's the first time we've been in the same place on a Sunday morning in, uh, in a long, in a long, in a long time. Long time. We're gonna um, we're gonna wrap up with um, just a, a closing hymn. We're gonna sing "My Soul Proclaims Your Greatness," and so I'd invite you to uh, pull up those uh, those lyrics. And, uh, and you can sing along with us, My Soul Proclaims Your Greatness. Um, and, uh, and as you're doing so, just a reminder that for those of you that, that, that uh, joined us late, um, please hit the share button so you can bless some other people that are waking up, not heading out to church, or maybe they're just wondering uh, if there is God in their life at all. Maybe this Catch is the day glimpse. where they tool around on Facebook and they find this. Um, what an e it's easy evangelism 101 this is what they teach us right out of mission developer training right. and just just share it on facebook and you'll uh you'll be able to speak the word into people's lives in a lot of different ways we're glad you're with us yeah welcome and uh for those of you guys that are tuning in that see this that are looking for a church home especially if you're local to the charlotte concord south charlotte area we have three campuses uh, we have a Concord campus, which is on Pitt School Road in Concord. We have a Providence campus, which is kind of on the corner of Fairview and Sardis and uh, Providence Road. And then we have a South campus that meets at Polo Ridge Elementary. And uh, you can find all of the different times of those worships that we have. We have five different opportunities for worship on Sunday morning across three campuses. And we hope that you come and be a part of it. In addition to that, there's so many wonderful ministries that are happening across all of those campuses including Christmas Eve services and great ministries with the kids. If you're just tuning in and you're looking for a church home, we want to say to you, welcome home. We'd love to be a part. So let's all, all let's do this as a South tradition. One, two, three. Welcome, welcome home. home. Welcome home. My soul rolling your greatness, Lord, I sing my Savior's
may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Amen. Go in Amen. peace. Serve the Lord. Share this with your friends. Come be a part of this community in any of our three campuses. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. All, right. All right. See you guys soon. All right, I hope that was helpful. If so, I ask you a couple of things. One, share this with a friend so that they can hear some good news in their life too. And if you want to continue that impact beyond, we ask that you go to ChristSouth.org to the online giving tab and give to this ministry so that we can continue to share this with others. We'll see you on the next podcast or maybe in person at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings at Polo Ridge Elementary in Charlotte, North Carolina. Blessings and peace. Have an awesome week.